0: Welcome to the podcast. Yay, good morning. Hi. It feels so good to be back together. And we are starting a brand new series for you today um, called Be Redeemed. And if you're not familiar with our new, uh, what are we calling it? Our the way that we're doing our podcast now, our series format, 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 format. Mm -hmm. Um, the first episode of a series, we're now doing a series introduction. So today we're going to be talking through this series that we're going to do over the next few weeks and give you a little introduction of uh, the the type of episodes that we're going to have over the next few weeks. So I'm really excited about it. Um, And so, and if you haven't listened to our last series we're doing something new over the next how many months
1: um until Until the end of
0: may until until the end of may Mm -hmm. we're instead of focusing on a b word we're actually talking about different women of the bible yes which has been awesome so the previous
1: series was bnf and we did like sarah and or no not sarah eve elizabeth and priscilla priscilla Priscilla. Priscilla. um priscilla hashtag priscilla for life um (laughs) And that was just really exciting. It's just fun to, like, dive into the word and, like, take these real-life people that actually walked through these yes. stories and to, like, talk about who they were and how that impacted what they did. Not Have, that yes. what they did made
0: of them who they and were. And don't you um, feel like you – no, go we ahead. We were talking about this in the Well, way yeah, we were talking about this. I feel like the word is just, like, coming alive yeah. and these – characters in the Bible are just Mm -hmm. so vivid in a new way that I have not ever experienced Mm -hmm. before. Well, it's making
1: me like read between the lines and really like Mm -hmm. paint a picture of a person instead of just... Reading these broad strokes because, Flannel like, graph you know, these couple these chapters yes. of their stories, like, can encompass a really long period of yes. time. Or, you know, how yes. like, if someone were to summarize your life in 25 verses, like, it doesn't, or less. like, share mm-hmm. half of who yeah. you are. right? Um, so and it's don't cool. you love
2: looking for the B part of their lives yes. instead? Of, because the stories that we grew up learning were all about the things that they did. Yes. yes. You know, not necessarily who they were or how they were or the be part of them. And so that's been like Chris and I, I told Amber on the way up here that Chris and I went on a walk the other night and he asked how my preparations were going and I just went into Sarah and for like 45 minutes just told him all these stories yeah. about Sarah that I had never known yeah. and then was able to wrap into the whole redemption because mm-hmm. we're going to be talking mm-hmm. about being redeemed in this series and I'm like, did you know that? And he's like, I never knew that. And so here you've grown up learning these Bible stories, but you've only learned the bits and pieces of the stories that um, fit whatever was being given to you at the time. So if you've never taken a person and really gotten in, Eve, I mean, I still go back to what I learned about Eve and um, my outlook on her has changed so much uh, because yeah. of what I learned about who she was and her being Well, part. and Eve
1: impacted Greg. Did he text you? Yes. Him? He listened to it and was like, Sarah's Eve. Like, that just was, like, it just yeah. really Im- Which impacted is a big him. He's like, I need to text her. Greg. And I was like,
2: you do need to text her. Like, I'm <laughs> yes. not going to tell her. You need to be the one to tell her. I fell her. down on the floor. It took me a second to get back up. I was like, wait, was this Greg Steely? Did this? Monica type it from his phone? <laughs> <laughs> but truly, yeah. like,
1: he – not in a like he had a really great idea way, but like no. a this this has <laughs> gone a lot deeper than he even I think yes. initially thought so when cool. he first just had that idea. That's right.
0: I love so it. yeah, such I love a good idea. That. I love and it. that is a testament to ladies. uh Share this podcast with your male yes, friends absolutely. because we had a guy
2: who followed started following us on Be Still Be Free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his name is Brad. On and uh, shout in out and yeah. our be. Together Community Group? We're on this. No, just on the, just the Facebook page. Facebook, main Facebook Yeah, page. the main Be Still Be Free. Oh, cool. yeah That's awesome. Yeah, how about that? Mm-hmm. And I know a couple of guys who have listened to this. Um, mm-hmm. Really good friends of ours. Guy that works with Chris um, going through life transformation, and he's been listening, and he told me, he's like, you know, I've, I've known what you were doing, but now that I'm kind of walking through a phase of life, I understand the concept that you're trying so greatly mm-hmm. to get across about your being and yes. how freeing that is, the yeah. freedom and just being still.
0: Yeah. And th- this mm-hmm. is not just a message for women, especially, I think, going through the women of the Bible. Mm-hmm. I feel like even more so men need to kind of tap in and, and yes. hear about yeah. What these women went through and yep. their stories because it is certainly applicable for all of us, not just the ladies. Mm-hmm. And
1: I, I think it g- help, would help men give them a better understanding into the women in their life. That's right. Like, yeah. you know, beyond just what she does for the home or what she does to support you, but like who she is that enables her to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, what is it about her character that it makes her such a great mom? What mm-hmm. is it about her
2: character that makes her such a support? And, mm-hmm. you know, and it to just see gives how you, God. Mm-hmm intertwined in these women's lives too that he didn't just work in Abraham he worked in Sarah right. he didn't just work in Adam he worked in Eve he didn't he needed to create Eve for Adam there was a necessity mm-hmm. there yeah you know the azer which I the still e- am loving yes. that definition love azer love yes. it and it's that's taught me too because whenever I'm feeling undervalued I just could go back and think about Eve and what that that word means azer and an attribute of the character of God. Like that's just a- so amazing.
0: Yeah. Well, and I would say too, like after studying Tamar, um, I think that it's important for men to understand the expectations that God has of them in the role mm-hmm. that they play in a woman's mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Like God has incredibly high expectations Very. for yes. men and how they treat women. Yeah. yeah. And he is going to hold them accountable for to that. Real. And I think that they can learn a lot from
2: yeah. these yeah. stories. Yeah. So, it's good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Like we
1: would never have, and I'm, I mean, this may be where we're headed, Um, but like with Jericho, we would never have the story of the six days of marching and the walls falling down if it weren't for Rahab.
2: Yeah. Isn't that interesting? You know,
1: and it's, it's so easy to disassociate the two things. Right. But it was because of her that the city
2: was conquered. That's crazy. So Ugh, come so. on, women. Come on, up. ladies. Yeah, that's all right. It. In the right way. Yeah. Um, so we are gonna talk about our our series coming up. It's called Redeemed, Be Redeemed, which I love. It's and so it's good. so again, we say this all the time about how crazy. Can't it we is. haven't done a be redeemed. And we have these three women <laughs> three and we years. were kind of talking about their different, you know, stories. And each and every one of them were truly redeemed. Mm-hmm. From, from their sin, from their mistakes, and so what I kind of did is I broke down what the word redeem means to start with, and I just went to Webster's Dictionary, um, and it literally means to free from what distresses or harms, such as to free from captivity by payment of ransom, to extricate from or help to overcome something detrimental, to release from blame or debt, and to free from the consequence of sin. Okay, I thought that was really interesting. To free from the consequences of sin was a Webster Dictionary definition, right? Which brings us back to redemption because we often think about – In the Bible, redemption is the story of Christ. That's how it's kind of portrayed more in the New Testament. But in the Old Testament, when we talk about God's redeeming power, how God will redeem us, it's about his strength, his power, um, how he redeemed the Israelites. Um, It wasn't necessarily the blood yet. The blood was your New Testament redemption. Um, But then I loved this, too, because I looked up Redeemer, and the definition said someone who redeems Christ. Wow. How amazing is that? And wow. I just thought that is beautiful that even in and it probably won't be there in ten years, but in the Webster Dictionary mm-hmm. right now, free from the consequence of sin, Christ were two of the definitions. That's that fantastic. Is, isn't that fantastic? Um so I did pick out a couple Bible verses that I thought that we could kind of work off of with this series. The first one is gonna be a New Testament one. It is Ephesians one seven. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace. And I think that this one is so important to us. And as Sarah is going to be Old Testament, Rahab is Old Testament, Tamar, Tamar Old um, Old Testament. So a lot of those are redemptions through the Old Testament, which is going to have to do with the power of God himself. But as far as we are concerned today, our redemption is from the blood of Christ. That was our payment. That was what is keeping us from captivity. That is our ransom. That is what is releasing us from blame and and debt because he has cleared that for us through that. In Exodus 6, 6, though, therefore say to the Israelites, I am the Lord and I will bring you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. I will free you from being slaves and I will redeem you. With an outstretched arm and with mighty acts of judgment. And I love that because God is already promising his people that I will redeem you with an outstretched arm. So his hand is out Mm. with mighty acts of judgment. He's gonna take care of all those people. And I don't know about your stories, but we're gonna learn about that with Sarah today about how he kept redeeming her with mighty acts of judgment, with an outstretched arm, Mm. how he swooped in. Delivered her from slavery twice. Um, Pretty, pretty cool. So I thought, and Exodus 6 6 comes after the story of Sarah. But it is from the lineage of yeah. Sarah and Abraham comes this story of the, re- the ca- um, redemption of the Israelites. So cool. thought that was kind of cool. That's and really I think cool. you guys are going to be able to use that same verse. Well, for what I you're just made a about. note. Like that
1: That definitely applies to oh, yeah.
2: Rahab. To sure. what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about Rahab. Um, I asked the ladies to kind of send me a little a little blurb about their ladies that we could go in through and kind of talk about today. And Monica, um, her little thing was that Rahab believed the God who could part the Red Sea could save her with a red cord. And redeem her past and create a new future. Talk yeah. about just a little bit. Give us a little. I thought that was beautiful.
1: Well, it comes from um, we know we all know that uh, Rahab was called a harlot. Like mm-hmm. even way in the New Testament, like at the end of the New Testament in James, James is like Rahab the prostitute right. was saved because yeah. blah blah blah.
2: I mean, like, can you imagine being the person in the Bible who's called the harlot? That like That's Sarah, it. The Sarah, R- the R- bee, Sarah the prostitute, her B Sarah the hoe, according know? to everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, uh, was
1: that? Um, but she Yo. she she very clearly acknowledged who the Lord was. And when she had met the spies, um, she had said to them, like, I know God gave your people this land. We are all paralyzed with fear and we know the things that God did. And she lists out the things that he did. Like he defeated these Kings. He parted the red sea. So she knew exactly the things that God had done and believed that she applied to his miracles just as much as the Israelites did. Um, And the fact that it was like the scarlet cord and the red sea and um, the scarlet you, cord comes back. I Did know. You know. this? Yes, I knew that. I was going to talk about that. I'll, I'll say it. <laughs> um, but you know, like everyone talks about, like the scarlet cord being like the thread throughout mm. the whole Bible about the blood of Christ and the redemption Crazy. of Christ, and so, um, I just you know it it, it and then what happens to Rahab after and yes. the lineage that comes from her is mm. such a beautiful illustration of redemption and the fact that you know once your sins are forgiven, like. It, it, there's removed from you as the east is from the west isn't that crazy so oh.
2: yeah oh god does a beautiful this. work
1: in rahab's life yeah yes.
2: i love when this. was
0: rahab do you know like year wise uh, no i'm trying to figure out if she was i think she was after tamar one
1: i don't know that we could look it up okay in between well, I I think
0: so where's in her be- story her story is she's when, in joshua in joshua yeah, i think she is bet- she's before david or after david she's, she's before david before. So I think she's between Tamar one and Tamar two. Because if she's
2: in Joshua, that would be after they go in and they take over the city. Yeah, so that would
0: be. And
1: interestingly, that red cord thing is only mentioned those two times.
0: (gasps) Is it really? Mm -hmm. You don't know about the red more about the red cord. Uh, I'm not gonna bring up the red cord until no. the until yeah the tamar and then all because yeah. it's just gonna, what a teaser i know y'all are have to listen to the tamar one for the red teaser cord, but that's really cool teaser. it's coming
1: up in a couple weeks well really? let's talk
2: about tamar, tamar. shall we tamar. yes that's right tamar the tamars. and
1: then parentheses s which is going to be my band name really if really i ever have one tamars, the tamars.
2: The tamars. <laughs> uh, so we've got a couple of tamars I'm, I'm gonna read here what um amber had to say tamar one is the daughter-in-law of judah posed as a prostitute to regain her rightful inheritance. Tamar 2, the daughter of David, had her rightful inheritance violently violently ripped away. And Tamar 3 is the daughter of Absalom, who represents the value, righteousness, and justice that God will restore to them all. Yeah. Love. Tamar's? We got a lot of harlots going on in this Yeah, I know, right? I didn't even realize that. Yeah,
0: it's crazy because when... When I first talked about doing Tamar, which was months ago, I had no intention of tying in the Be Redeemed to it because I didn't. That's, I mean, I had started looking it up stuff as soon as we yeah. had named our women. And um, I didn't have any clue how much Be Redeemed really did mm-hmm. tie into the story of these women. Because really, you know, the first Tamar posed as a prostitute, um, slept with her uh, father-in-law. yeah. And <sighs> shudder, shutter, <laughs> which is why probably we haven't heard the story very much, because most people don't really know what to do with it. They're like, yeah, Man, let's, let's talk about something a little lighter. <laughs> How awkward. <laughs> yeah. So then the second Tamar um, is David's daughter, who is raped by her half brother. Mm. OK, there's and she. Basically, the end of her story says she lived her life as a desolate woman. Mm-hmm. Not a, whole, oh lot of re- not a yeah. whole lot of redemption, like, on the surface in that story. And then the third Tamar, there's basically, like, a sentence about her. <laughs> so you're <laughs> like, why would anyone want to <laughs> to a, a, a discussion about these women? Because there isn't any surface-level redemption right. found in their stories. And um, yet
2: what's, what's so important is that no one is written about in the word, that doesn't have value, right, to the kingdom,
0: right? And what's fascinating is that th- actually the name Tamar uh, means is the word used for palm tree, mm-hmm. which was the highest priced and most valuable tree um, in Old Testament times. Wow. And so the name is uh, tied to value and worth, and That's crazy, mm-hmm, and, and the palms even justice are what were laid out before mm-hmm. Jesus as mm-hmm. he entered. That's into right. The, yeah, and so it. And and we'll go I don't want to go too much into it because it honestly it is I told the ladies I had to make a, um, uh, a Venn, Venn diagram, diagram <laughs> with all of these women because there's just so many odd like similarities in all of the stories that I was honestly getting confused with like
2: no wait which who one did who? this thing because yeah. it's there's yeah. just
0: so many similarities and so I don't want to get too much into it because it'll get really confusing really fast. It makes
2: you wonder if that's why they're all in there.
0: I think, it, right. I think the they same are, name honestly. similar stories. Yeah, a God is so
1: intentional. He's with so and, intentional. and, like, no name is mentioned, even if it's just for a sentence mm-hmm. without a very clear Especially reason. Tamar. Exactly.
2: It's not like it was Mary or something. It's right? not like
0: it was this really common. Yeah. N- we don't hear it in the New Testament at mm-hmm. all. It's just this really specific name that was tied to these really specific stories that all happened to go hand in hand with one another that's awesome and what I will tell you is that there is some serious redemption in these stories yeah. but it's, it's something you have to kind of dig to find
2: yeah. yeah that's why I'm really hoping that our listeners are are listening to this intro to get teased into why this is going to be so important because I think we are all holding on to things that we think are unredeemable
0: yeah absolutely.
2: that we have so much shame mm-hmm. in that we don't even want to pray about it to God we don't want to give it over to God because we think it's so low, right. right? There's such low things about us. And we're going to learn, man, these women had their low points too, and yet they were still worthy of redemption. Yes. And I love that. Yeah. Uh, you know, Rahab wasn't even an Israelite, and she right. was worthy of redemption. Right. She was,
1: she was a pagan. That's she was right. a prostitute. And somehow God already saw redemption in her yep. before the spies even showed up.
2: And Sarah, I mean— do you want to talk about some mess ups? And yet God continued to use her and fulfilled his promise in her that Mm -hmm. she would be the mother of so many Kings. You know, we talked about Eve was the mother of all Kings and now we've got, Sarah, who's the mother of the Israelite Yeah, tell us more about Sarah. Yeah, I'm really excited about Sarah. Because I'm excited about Sarah. I learned, you know, usually when I do my research, like I go in and I research all these articles and I pull these pieces out, kind of like a research paper. Yep. And this time it was just so neat because I feel like it was really just the Word of God and her story. And there are like things that she did along the way that were so kind of stupid if you think about it, right? Just mishaps. And the thing Mm -hmm. I kind of wrote about her was that she believed the words of God, but she didn't always wait for him to fulfill his words. She kind of felt like she needed to, God, I Help can't out relate out a to little that bit. at all. Yeah, yeah right? right. How like, weird. Okay, God, this is what you're going to do, but you need me to do it, right? Or mm-hmm. obviously you haven't done it yet, so I should be doing. Right. Right. She couldn't just rest in the being of allowing God to do in her and through her. She had to try to do for God and make his will and his word happen. Um, but even when she didn't do that, which was right, God stretched forth his hand, which I love because that was one of the. The um, verses stretching forth your hand and delivered her from her own danger, from her own despair, and even from the devil. Mm -hmm. And so um, he never took away his promise. And I think that's what I love so much about her story is that – She's known as being one of the most, like Abraham is known for his faithfulness, that there were none more faithful, but they made some of the stupidest, worst mistakes and yet still God valued their faith. So it's so great for us that we are going to make mistakes. We're going to mess up. We're going to do things that are wrong, but God is willing to work his promise in our lives no matter what we screw up along the way. Yes. I, I tell Chris, and we've talked about this before, we are not strong enough, big enough, or great enough to disrupt the yes. kingdom purpose and will. Right, yes. We're not. and We I don't think have that so much great. power. We don't have that much power. Who was it that said that? Lisa Bevere, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think it was. Mm. You're right. Thank so you. um, I thought this was a really good, I, I looked this up to kind of just get an idea of, what people thought about the idea of redemption throughout the Bible. And this um, guy, our David Reitmeyer had this thing to say, the central theme of redemption in scripture is that God has taken the initiative to act compassionately on behalf of those who are powerless to help themselves, which I thought is beautiful. First of all, I love He's taken the initiative to act compassionately. Mm -hmm. Redemption truly is an action of compassion. Um, The New Testament makes clear that divine redemption includes God's identification with humanity in its plight and the securing of liberation, liberation of Mm -hmm. humankind through the obedience, suffering, death, and resurrection of the incarnate Son. I just thought that was really beautiful. One, it just shows us that it is his acts of compassion. And two, it was his liberation of mankind through obedience, suffering, death, and resurrection. And all of God's stories of redemption of these women in the Old Testament is because he knew. You even talk about the scarlet cord. Yeah. He knew the scarlet that was coming, mm-hmm. he knew the mm. death, the burial, and the resurrection that was coming. Yeah. He knew the ultimate redemption that was coming. He was basically foreshadowing. Yeah. Um and so I think that's just a beautiful story. Gosh. And we're gonna love diving in and talking to each about each of these women. Um, doing our deep dive. Yeah yes. eventually talking about our practical applications. Um yes. I, I love my practical applications for my this t- one. I too. really love mine yeah. too. <laughs> I told Greg about mine and he was like, Oh, that's good. Yes. Yeah. So It's going to be some good stuff. I
0: know we say it every time, but I'm I'm the most excited excited about this one (laughs) that I have Uh, ever been. mm -hmm. It's just so rich.
1: Well, I think it's because of how unworthy so many people that we know feel and that God is not able to redeem or has just (laughs) (laughs) chosen not to. Mm -hmm. Like we know that we're forgiven. But we sometimes don't believe that He will fully redeem right. and like Everything. wipe away, that's right. um, and he that he we're just the suffering theme. with consequences. That's right. Yes, you
0: know. And so, or I the think like, the redemption that isn't found immediately. Yes, yes. You know, like the yes. crimson cord is something like you said that's tied through the whole Bible, thousands and thousands yes. and thousands of years. Right. That God it took for God to redeem some situations, right. that's but right. they still were redeemed, and we can like trust Rahab didn't know
1: will. what God was doing. With her bloodline, like yeah. with right. her literal bloodline, yeah, yeah. Um, and that came so much later, but now she 's listed in you know like i 'll talk about like she 's listed in the Hall of Faith, be, yes. like in the book of Hebrews, and you know she 's in in the family line of some really important yes. people well I mean, yes. you
2: talk about years of redemption, I mean, look at what Sarah did, giving her handmaiden over to Abraham and yeah. then having Ishmael. You know, I mean, he became the father of a great nation as well, and yeah. God allowed that to happen, but look at what nation that is, you know, the, the Arabs, mm-hmm. and from that has become so much of our Middle Eastern conflict and so much of the tension between the Christians and the Muslims. And so when you think about, you want to talk about redemption, I mean, that didn't just end, right? Right. That is That is an ultimate story that will not truly be redeemed completely and ultimately until the end. The end. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there are going to be things in our lives that we are going to suffer the consequences of, but we don't have to live in bondage of those consequences. Right. Right? Yes, they're a part of the story, but they're not the story. Mm-hmm. Yes. The story is the redemption. The part of the story is how we screwed up. You're right. But that doesn't have to own us. That doesn't have to identify yeah. us because right. that's part of our do. Right. Right? we got to allow that to just be part of our being, mm-hmm. not not our identity. Right. Oh, so, so good. Yeah. All right.
1: It's well, gonna be good stuff. I don't have anything left. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, I'm let's get going. It I'm saving it all for us. Let's and jump in. So do you next week? All so right. let's let's end in prayer, Amber. Yeah. You wanna close oh, us I never out? Get to I pray, know. I'm always I thought to since I was doing this, I'd be like, Hey girl, hey, wanna okay. close us out?
0: Yes, I would love to. All right. Let's pray. Um, father, thank you so much for the redemption that you offer to us. I just pray, um, for everyone who's listening to this episode and as they go through their week, that, um, you would just fill their hearts with, um, the reminder of the redemption that you offer to each one of us. We haven't gotten deep into any of these women yet, but, um, over this series, I just pray that you would bring inspiring words to us as we lead these episodes and that um you would speak to the hearts of each individual who hears oh, we love you so much and we're so grateful for the redemption that we have through jesus christ in your most precious and holy name we pray